Audio thumbs up to everyone there in Radio Land. It's Anine Blather, number 85. Yeah. <laughs> but really, um, thanks for listening. It's yeah, Anine Blather. <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah, not you, Natalie, but uh, yeah, the only, the only podcast you know that has two cisgendered white people talking about leftist politics mm-hmm. we fill a really yeah, niche market groundbreaking I know. groundbreaking yeah. people who Humby don't says it's uh it's not the best podcast but it is their favorite so yes. i appreciate that yeah yeah welcome back to not the best <laughs> podcast but your favorite podcast Danine blather because you're friends with us even though probably some of your other friends have podcasts too so <laughs> <laughs> we run in a podcasting circle without even meaning to um yeah, let's see. Well, where it is great to be fine, and the only N-word we know is knowledge. <laughs> but, nice. Uh, yeah, that's the, the only time you hear the N-word. Oh, I forgot this is a little slower mm-hmm. before I got to time this right. But, uh, yeah, your favorite podcast brought to you by... Uh, headstrong, stubborn, quibbling, self-centered, vindictive, obnoxious, hormonal, sexually preoccupied, evil, thieving, cross-dressing jerks. Oh, yeah, we are hyped. <laughs> we are hyped. This is lit, 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 lit. Yes. We were already yes. hanging out nothing, today. Yeah. Nothing gets you more hyped than, like, writing cover letters and, like, mm-hmm. just gently... Or, tweaking your resume and just like filling out questionnaires when applying for jobs it's like what i do right before i go to the gym to work out I oh like yeah sit down and like apply for a few jobs you know i stopped just drinking really coffee invigorating i just started <laughs> opening up my indeed um mm-hmm. you know profile and my job feed and scrolling through and being like you know it's it's not as loud as you think mostly the noises is just like hmm hmm <laughs> but i'm very yeah, hyped when yeah. i'm doing it you know so yeah um, <laughs> so i uh i i need to erase this thing that i wrote down the only n-word i know is knowledge but um you know what's funny uh i started watching like tv um i know well i mean Why? i have been watching uh uh, movies, which is great. I've been talking to you about that. Um, and I things are like on my watch list. TV or I started, no, so yes. So, um, I realized that I can watch Jeopardy, uh, on mm. Pluto TV and they have just a live Jeopardy channel. It's just always going. Uh, I didn't realize until they just have the feed running and there's like sitting on their. Like the podiums yeah. and no one's it's there. Like, it's like even after though they hours. record an entire season over the course of yeah. four weeks, you know, and then the rest of the year there's it's no one there. Blank. The lights yeah. are off. And it's just the Jeopardy music playing in no. the background. I did realize later that I could just go to that it's also on demand on Pluto TV. So I just I was just like, man, I don't know which one. I just went to season thirty. But anyway, before that, I'd go to the Jeopardy channel. And yes, it's like watching television because there's these commercial breaks. So many commercials. It's crazy. But then just it's like I don't see commercials anymore. And they were just blowing my mind. Like 
It was, uh, it just caught my attention because I wasn't really paying attention because it was a commercial break. But suddenly I realized that Amy Schumer was in a Tampax ad. And the one right (laughs) after that was Jason Alexander uh, advertising an online poker app, I think, or something like that. (laughs) I was like, what is Mm. going on? This is what people do. This is what this is I mean. The these real celebrities. World? This isn't <laughs> satire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what weirds me out is uh, is how much um, on like yeah syndicated network TV type stuff. Like if you're watching Jeopardy and just the type of commercials you'll get, how often there are television advertisements for just advertisement filled candy crush style games like the kind of like mobile ads that you get that you just want to click away from that you see online it's like no there are full-on tv ads that have like little actors or something and going over the game and it's just some dumb like yeah it's like candy crush or maybe it's like a sudoku app it's like how i mean (laughs) Some of these games, they can make quite a bit of money. They get up there in the app store or whatever, and they have built-in advertisements and stuff. But still, I mean, it's got to cost something to get a nationwide yeah. television advertisement. And uh, I don't know. It just starts you know feeling like it's like a great money laundering scheme is some of these mobile games. I don't How know. is there so much money out there? Enough to do stupid shit like that to like produce an entire commercial yeah. for some stupid ass game, and there's literally homeless people. Yeah, it's like how Oof. have we gotten so, like there's <laughs> so much money when you talk about what these like mobile games, and I'm not saying that people shouldn't have like a little game to play. I think it's oh, nice and it's no, fun no, no, no. to be able yeah. to do something for sure. But it's like, but look at all the money. Look at all the fucking money that there is, and we it's have just like flowing people, around. Like, Going starving from, like there's kids that yeah. go hungry. What what are we or what, even what, what are we doing? <laughs> it's like and and the money coming out of uh, that are that the money that's going into this app for them to be able to do this and for whoever's you know in charge of this piece of shit like uh, to make hundreds of thousands of dollars probably over the course of the year before people move on. All that money is coming from the hands of people that are way closer to those homeless people in terms of socioeconomic status than any of the app developers or or anything like that. I mean, maybe some of them, some of these might just take off and it's just some guy like in India and he made a game and and all that. But no, it's mostly these, these games that are made and structured to just, just leech money out of the hands of people who just need a break, you know, and so they play a mobile game that's tailored to keep, like, uh, you know, keep giving you, like, this dopamine thing. They're addictive. It's like gambling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much to, like, these, like, mobile games and stuff like that that they will structure it to get people to pay money for like tokens like you know back when all this started it was like who would pay money for something in candy crush or something but it's like i mean uh what is that called uh it's it's not just paid dlc but all these these little things 
they they get you. They get people. It isn't just stupid people well, or brain dead morons. Like ninety nine cents isn't yes, anything. It's like, these little ninety nine yeah. cent things and this and that. And even though it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't need to, but I I want to get get to get to the next level today because i screwed up and i like this game mm-hmm. and it's 99 cents or i want to get this pack of stuff so i could play this game a little mm-hmm. more and that happens all over and then they keep getting you with this you're already addicted to your phone and then you're opening up this this game it's just like i mean i play my new york times games every day and i'm on twitter constantly i mean i'm addicted you know, big time, and it, it's mm-hmm. it's common. And to think that, ugh, all of the money just being stolen <laughs> from working class people just because we need some brief respite from this hellish facade of late stage <laughs> capitalism is yeah. disgusting. It just shows. Just Don't how quote much me money. on that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shows how much money is out there, and you know what? Yeah. How much money people kind of disposable income uh, income people do have, you know, if it's like a small piece here and there, people can afford it or whatever. But, you know, what it just makes me think of now this season is coming, coming up on us, (laughs) coming up on Uh, you is election season, obviously. And it's uh, it's amazing how much money is raised from folks like you and me giving to these um, campaigns. Not only speaking we of pay leeches. their salaries, yeah, uh, with like tax dollars that we don't have any choice of, like, you know, that's how their wages are paid, and that's fine. It's a government. Oh yeah, when they're in office, sure. Yeah, so pay them, and then we have to pay to help them get into office. You know, mm-hmm. well, and then when they do get there, we pay for it. Uh, they don't really do anything. You know, yeah. there's no accountability, and it's spent. I mean, how many tens, hundreds? hundreds of millions of dollars is raised during election season and it's not all just corporations like donating you know oh, it's yeah. like uh it's like individual folks you know to try to well no uh, have a part. that's the thing is that we part with our hard-earned money for some of these people and those ones that have this uh you know oh my gosh look how amazing it is all from these grassroots donations and stuff and then they don't win. Yeah. Look at Bernie Sanders. It's like, yeah, you're going to put in all that. And you know what's <laughs> really going to sway stuff? His huge dark money and super PACs and all that stuff. That's really what's going to sway it. Uh, and where did me. they get that money? Where did those super PACs and corporations and stuff get their money? From They us. stole <laughs> it from the working class in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From these gigantic, so then yeah, they could sell us this, back. Things. You're right. All this money is just, just out there. It's so Ugh. much money out there. There's so much money. There's more than enough. Like if you're talking about like where's the money come from, it's like I don't know. Just look at where it is. Just find where it is, and we can use that if you need money to be able to feed people. If that's the the resource that's going to keep you from giving food to hungry people is money. What a bummer, you know? Yeah. Like, well, let's look at, okay, it, how, here's how much the 2016 election cost. The final, mm-hmm. I mean, this is just, I'm not going to open the article, but this is from 2017 in the Washington Post. The that's final the kind price, of in-depth analysis you can get from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, but, uh, I mean, uh, well, let's see. Final price tag for the 2016 election is in. How much do you think it is, Natalie? 
uh, like how much are the Democrats and the Republicans spending on it? Yeah, for the 2016 like, election, how much did it cost? Yeah, between the the two candidates, even in the headline, it says it's a doozy. So for the presidential and one point con- two congressional dollars. elections combined, uh, according to Open Secrets. Um, so let's say, well, this is the full price tag, 2016. This is congressional and the presidential. What do you think it is? What did you say? I said 1.2 billion. 1.2? Uh, Six and a half billion dollars. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my just, God, that made me. Just the presidential, uh, $2.4 billion. This for I to get people I, into office. Like of course like there's lots of races legit, and there's primaries and yeah. it's accounting for all of that, but still, that's a insane amount of money. Just in one election year, just for the presidential races to get some to get in the end, Donald fucking Trump elected. We, no one the cost more than of building him. <laughs> it costs more than building the fucking Barclays Center in Brooklyn. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, it cost as much as uh, as Steve Ballmer buying the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> you know, like mm. God, actually more than that. I think his was around like one point two or some crazy thing like that, but. Yeah, you're right. All this money's out there. Oh man, I forget how we even got to this. Oh, because of mobile game like ads. <laughs> genuinely, like uh, sickening, like visceral. Go sit in the middle yeah. of the road and let a car run over you. Oh like, boy, visceral reaction to that. Like I kind of gagged a little yeah, bit. I wish people could have like, seen you. <laughs> it is seriously. It is like I feel like Tear I'm raising. glitching out right now. Like the the matrix or whatever we're in you know it's like uh uh oh she's thinking yeah. about it too hard like it's really freaking me out just how much money was spent on such stupid bullshit and you know what now that i'm oh my god that's just reminding me of that <laughs> that documentary about the about hillary and like zooming in on the sandwiches <laughs> yeah for all like, those fucking baloney sandwiches yeah. yeah like how hard it is like just i I am just shocked. On it. I am shocked at uh, the amount of money that went into. I thought of you. Um, an election about getting someone. It's like, and so what were the ideas that came out of that? Again, what, what great like policies were worth a, a six billion dollar price tag that yeah. really like puts us ahead of you know ahead of the curve as far as technological advancements and like uh, you know like a quality of life and yeah, like longevity and like country? education and like all of that. It's like six billion dollars. Man, that would have been nice to put into like some sort of fucking universal healthcare system or something. Seems like <laughs> that could probably put a dent in some of these things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, student yeah, loan I... debt. Oh, I don't know how that could be abolished if we have just six billion dollars around to like put hate ads out for commercials or whatever like you know yeah. whatever you guys are doing taking bus rides and taking you know staying in hotels and all this stupid bullshit just to talk bullshit to people and literally get yeah. nothing done and think about <laughs> how much of that money went to um losing candidates you know it's like uh Losers, for all the ones that but them. i mean still it's like it's like uh, are. people are throwing their money in just for the chance to have their guy uh, in in place, you know, and, and like even 
with this idea of uh, even if it... worked in like this trickle down you spent the money to get certain people in power and then that in turn will do something good for you or for society or something like that uh it's like that's already pretty tenuous like this relationship between money invested and its return for society but on top of that it's like most of that is is uh i mean Already half of it is going to people that aren't going to win anyway. I mean, just in general, only one person can win. So it's like yeah, uh, the fact that this money all gets spent when you already know for a fact that it's not like a good investment. It's just throwing money in a fucking hole. Like that really says something. It's gambling with someone like it's gambling the, where you're you're not even and, guaranteed to get anything good at any point. There's no jackpot. Might, not just you're gonna lose what you put in. You're gonna like lose a lot more sometimes with some yeah. of these. Yeah, it's like you could really, uh, really be affected by some of these rules, like a uh, DACA and some of the like for, uh, you know, like immigrants. Um, sure. The the fear that happens like when there are elections like with trump and when he wins it's like oh my god like what happens with these daca people that came in like are you really gonna like force people out of this country because they they could and they do and have and like you know all over the world things like that people have been forced to leave because Mm -hmm. of like racist and xenophobic policies and uh yeah because of yeah it has like like a real fucking biden too but yeah (laughs) It is all. We don't have to go over that whole border fiasco that's happening recently. Border fiasco. (laughs) I was talking. Yeah, the border fiasco. Him holding with uh, Greg Abbott and them putting up barbed wire. Oh, that. No, but I mean the the policy, the uh, the uh, legislation that they still couldn't even pass. I mean. Talking about lesser of two evils, it's like, I don't know, both of these things are pretty evil. It's like the Democrats are evil, and then the GOP is really evil and incompetent. Because even when the Democrats uh, bend over backwards to give the GOP everything they want on the border, just a complete right-wing border security bullshit, and then the GOP still can't get it passed— like oh my god just what a failing country what a disaster but uh with and it just shows how games, weak with a bunch of yeah businesses and you know who should like run the united economy, states candy low crush unemployment rate high yes. like stock market every the economy is like supposedly doing really well right now all this yeah. stuff or something the stock market and unemployment oh yeah unemployment is like 3.7 percent so yeah because like everyone has to have a job you have to <laughs> otherwise you'll like literally just be on the streets and like get a fentanyl addiction or something yeah, if you don't you know? have a job like, <laughs> go kill yourself go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you and literally people do <laughs> yeah and i, I hope uh, you get ass cancer and die you son of a bitch because you will not get health care for it yeah if you get ass cancer you are gonna die <laughs> in, well let me here in america let me um shift gears here what's i just it's been on my mind so much that I already brought it up when we were talking earlier today, but I did not give you a complete picture of 
the discourse that's been going on. I was thinking the yes. other day, side note, I wanted to make a little a little musical thing for when we do this. It'll be a little segment. It'll be a little music sting that's like Twitter discourse or some bullshit like that, you know? Put in a little, yeah. little if, you, if you approve, I'm going to make something some like that. Some little vocals on there, maybe? Oh, yeah. A lot of auto-tune <laughs> and some uh-huh. harmonized vocals. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just make it with AI, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have some nice microphones, but not the voice to yeah. go with it. Um, but uh, let's see here. So I want to... This is what's been setting left Twitter ablaze. And a lot of people flaming me. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people about it. But I also don't really agree with the tone and... I don't agree with 100% of the original tweets that set all this off either. But mm-hmm. I still took a side, for sure. And so I'll just read you this thread, and I want to see what your reaction is. Um, mm-hmm. From Kieran Fatima Opal. Um, if you're a leftist, you need to be working out four to five days a week and learning self-defense along with organizing with neighbors and in your local community for defense, food sovereignty and community defense. There's no excuse Mm -hmm. not to do something to strengthen your body daily. The time for nihilism, self-pity and excuses is over. We're living in a fascist country, whichever country you're living in, in the West, our vulnerable neighbors and people of the global South, e.g. in Palestine need us to step up. Yes, there's lots, a lot of you, there's a lot you can't control in the world. What you can control is what food, drink, smoke, etc. you put inside your body, and you can control, for the most part, how you move your body, and when and to what end. Use that. Focus on what you can control. Find things you love to do. They don't have to be what others love to do, and they can change over time, too. Some things I love, boxing, Muay Thai, weightlifting for muscle growth, racquetball, basketball, jogging, walking, calisthenics, dancing. Move something every day. Learn about muscle growth and strength training and what it does for you. Especially if you're small or feel weak in any way, you should be lifting heavy weights and building muscle. You can do it at any age. Just start slow and build up. Look up progressive overload. Schedule time in daily. There's no excuse not to. A 20-minute, 100 jumping jacks and 50 push-ups routine is better than nothing. You can do 20 minutes a day at least. If you have certain restrictions or disabilities, work within those, but still move every day. You need to be strong for yourself and for those who are around you. In October 2019, I was walking with a cane due to recurring knee dislocation, and I was smoking half a pack a day. I quit smoking in August 2020, and now I run regularly and lift heavy weights, targeting muscles to support the areas where I had disabilities. No fucking excuses. If you're still making excuses, it's because you want somebody else to carry you. Instead, you could grow the fuck up and do what you can to help others. Stop acting like you're the center of the universe and you don't owe anybody anything. If you're a leftist, act like it. And then a little meme that I've seen before, too. A fascist worked out today. Did you? We all need to face reality and stop making excuses. Okay. So, Mm. that was the threat. All right? I think there's some truth to that. I understand how part of it, too, it's like you need to be able to be strong. You need to be able to fight back. You need to be able to 
do things to help your neighbors or people in need. Some of it can feel kind of LARPy, as people say online, because it's like, what Mm -hmm. fucking revolution is happening? But, I mean, stuff happens, you know? I I mean, if you want to be involved in it, or even if you don't want to get in fist fights with people, which happens, I mean, do we not remember those... It was Idaho. It was not far from here where all those guys were in a fucking moving truck ready to show up at a pride parade and beat people up. You know, if you're able bodied, you should want to be fit, not just for your own health, but to help other people. You know, are you going to help someone uh, help a, a fellow comrade move if they need to or something like, come on. But anyway, um, I mean, I feel like, uh, obviously, duh, like, yeah, knowing about your body, having some um, understanding about what's going to keep you healthier, exercise does. I mean, it's just like, there's not just physically, it's not about vanity or cultural norms or anything like that, beauty standard, like, for your mental health, like, the way that it affects your brain and, like, you know, like, it does help. You just be better in proactively like, getting physical activity somehow, like not just and because l- as a like, byproduct of your day, but saying I'm going to work on my body on being I healthy. Mean, because like we're also like a pretty active species, you know, we're not like a sit around hmm. kind of thing. We need some like stimulation um, and things like that. We've got energy and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like what's really unfair. And just like it's like okay, so I guess I don't know who you're aiming this towards or who you think that you're gonna is gonna benefit from saying if you don't work out, it's because you want someone else to do it for you. Yeah, and it's like, but have you ever heard of like people having like trauma or insecurities, um, you know, surrounding especially their body and like or depression? You ever heard of depression, bro? You ever heard it? Like people kill themselves over it, let alone like don't make it to the fucking gym. Mm-hmm. So the kind of judgment on people that he's making on like the reasons why they're not doing it just because they're like little babies who can't be they want everyone to do it for them is really, really unfair because mm-hmm. a lot of the reason that people don't take care of themselves is because they don't care about themselves. You know, like, that's a huge part of it to just say that, I mean, he's just, <laughs> I get that's where he's what coming I'm, from, but it seems really, really judgmental. It's like the tone isn't a great way to get people yeah. to do anything, you it know, seems but. incredibly judgmental, yeah. But. And I'm like, yeah, at the you same are time, acting like a real leftist with exactly that tone, you gatekeeping motherfucker, telling people literally how to act like a leftist. Fuck you. Like, well, I get. You're not gatekeeping anything. They're trying he to said, act make like sure a that... real leftist. He's like, you say you're a leftist, act like it. So who are you to say that what a leftist is supposed to be? Just because you don't oh, work I just, out? I just took that as an actual, actually do something. Take action. Act like it. Don't just be online and talk about leftism. That doesn't, if you want to say you're well, a leftist, I don't know. He's... you have to <laughs> act like it. I mean, like he's talking it. about working out and yeah. saying act like a leftist. So I feel like it comes really, he seems really just like really snarky really judgmental not gonna win oh, it's a she, anyone over on or uh, whatever wow that's really disappointing because <laughs> it definitely seems like a dude thing to say mm-hmm. uh, like just really really inconsiderate and really uh, undermining her own point about like where she's coming from she doesn't sound compassionate she doesn't sound understanding. She doesn't sound like she's trying to help people win at all. She sounds like she's mm-hmm. like bossing people around 
and judging them for not doing things that they probably already might feel insecure about. And it would be like, man, if I was in the beginning of like a fitness journey or any kind of thing with my body, reading that, it would be like, so I'm just like a, like I would feel like a failure up until that point. Like that just like, oh, I, I'm not like doing enough, already been struggling with this. And hearing that is like, well, I guess I was right. I am just like a stupid piece of shit. I haven't been doing enough. And why would I want to do more now? What's, what's worth it now? That that's like a motivating thing. That's not true. And she should know that as some like leftist that that's not how you motivate people. Mm. Positive reinforcement is how you get people to do better. That's how people do better on tests. That's a part of home field advantage in sports is positive reinforcement and encouragement, not motivating by saying just like do better, be better. You know, you're not good enough. That does not motivate except for a very small fraction of people. And it can be really, really damaging to other people. But it's people. not, Most it's people, not some say. sort of vague thing saying do better. It's a thread of saying there are ways you can do this. Even if you figure it out, you get 20 minutes, you can find 20 minutes to do something. I'm you saying, figure it and out, I'm saying she totally undercuts her point by being kind of fucking rude. Like, you're like, it's like, it makes me not really want to listen to you because there's a lot of other people that would get that point across better and sure. actually make some progress with people by not being like such like a condescending asshole about it. You know, yeah. it's like, what point are you? You're just like making people feel like shit. So that's cool. Yeah, that'll, but it's like, but that's the thing. <laughs> or, I mean, is something like this going to stop someone who who's who is like taking 20 minutes a day to do something no like is are you gonna read that or hear that and be like well now i don't want to do it anymore no i mean if it if it gets some some people do um uh get motivated by this sort of thing that's why boot camps exist that's why yeah, that stuff like other people were bad do to them that's like reinforcing trauma cycles but sure <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't know. Where it's just know, like, it's hey, like... cut it down to the bare minimum. You're not doing something. You need to do it. Just do it. Nike. Just do it. Because you can and you don't have any excuses. It's a pretty common uh Saying motivational you don't have tactic. any excuses, though, is so incredibly, like, so simplistic about it in, like, a rude way. The way that she's coming across, these are simple truths. You do have to do it. Mm -hmm. But the way that you're coming across makes it seem like that's not what you believe about it. It seems gatekeeping and it seems judgmental, which is not the point of helping people improve. It's mm -hmm. like trying to prove some sort of point or something. You're like not out there trying to help people. It's trying to like make them feel bad so they'll I don't, be different or something. Yeah. I, it just doesn't feel like it's like a reaching out an arm. It seems like screaming in your face and pointing at you more. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, it's not really a good way to get through. And you know what? Maybe that wouldn't dissuade someone from going to the gym or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that would be like, man, what a great example of kind of like an asshole like uh, on the left, you know, which is like a huge problem that the left has is that people can feel like, I mean, <laughs> you say you're a leftist, act like it. It's like, okay, well, that's like a, a <laughs> what a great way to talk to leftists. Yeah. You're definitely, that's not going to, I mean, <laughs> well, well, I don't know what you're going to get done with it, but. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That, that's the problem when it's like, um, it, when it's the messenger, you know, when it's just like, ugh, you had good points, but all it takes is just a couple 
a couple of sentences, just a couple of comments. I run into it all the time, just in online discussions and stuff, where it's like, wow, I was with you until you just said that thing at the end, even though I agree with you on, on these things, or I agree with your messaging with this. It's like, because this stuff's true. Like, but then, but instead we're talking about how the message is, is being put out there, how they're, we're talking about their tone, you know, they're right. <laughs> it's just true. Like, uh, I mean, there's, uh, the thing is, because it's speaking to um, a lot of people who, I mean, you can't uh, use positive reinforcement to get someone going on something that they're not fucking doing. Like, and you'll see from from this discourse, if you read through it, so many people who are already set in the ways that, no, I can't. No, I, I can't. I've already tried. I've already... I, I don't want to say names, but I was in a very close relationship with the type of person who already has their excuses or reasons locked and loaded and ready to go beforehand because they've already decided no matter what you're going to tell them, no matter what kind of encouragement you're going to get, the answer is no because they don't want to, right? So it's like you're not going to, with the, the tone and the messaging of this, you're not going to motivate that person to do it, probably, just like you wouldn't motivate anyone. But then that's the issue is that it's, yeah, it's just like, well, you're no marketing genius, <laughs> this person. You're not yeah, going to, you're so not like, going to have a course, but it's so like, like uh, shut up. <laughs> but it's like, uh, no, it's the <laughs> internet. You can saying. say whatever the fuck you want, but it's like, but you're also right. Like people have 20 minutes and there's a huge the segment. Best correct, I guess. If, if anything come, yeah. And if, and if, it, when it comes down to it, you can say it's LARPing or whatever, but if something happens, if something actually happens and you need to be out in the streets, like, and you're an able-bodied person who could have been at least a little confident in your ability to go help that person next door when the, when the police are running wild and shooting tear gas at everyone or something like that, you live in a big city and these things happen, like... You you could be someone to help carry a load, you know? And I don't know what to say when you look back on it and been like, man, I could have been, I could have done better because I had 20 minutes a day to exercise, to meditate, to do this and that. And I know that because it's like, and I, you know, because I'm depressed and I'll put those things off. And I'm worse off for it because I'll sit there on Twitter or something like that. And I'll think of all of this time spent throughout the week where I could have been improving myself and I wasn't, you know, and you can get positive reinforcement and encouragement helps where you're doing better, but it doesn't. You know what never helps? Shame. That never helps. That never is a good tactic. It's not healthy and it's manipulative well, to like shame people. You can't and that's say 100% what I feel like is the over that it is never the helps. overarching theme of that 
I would say that's not a good thing to try to make people feel to understand yeah. their power and that they could do better. That's what gets lost in her whole message. Mm-hmm. It does not feel empowering. I feel berated. I feel belittled. That's not empowering. It's not saying, you know, like it doesn't seem like in any way understanding of see oh like, yeah people's difficulties but here's that's the thing. what it feels like there's not like any sort of caveats to be like i know it's tough or whatever it just seems like so much like suck it up and do it and it's like okay boomer <laughs> that's what it feels know. like that's <laughs> that's what's worked for me is at the end of the day comes down to it you have to do it no one else is going to do it for you that's what it comes down to. I mean, just do it. Like, we've talked about that. And Renee and stuff like that. It's really kind of crazy how this disgusting, huge, multi-billion dollar company with this advertising slogan is really uh, a pretty pretty solid and cogent thing to, like, live your well, life you know, by. The reason but, people do it and do it long term isn't because they oh yeah, hate themselves anyway. and they think that they're not doing enough. It's because they do feel like they can do it. They want to do it for themselves. They do want to do that for themselves because they think that they're capable of it. That's a long term. How you do stay in fitness and health and stuff is by actually giving a shit about yourself and not just doing it because you hate yourself or because well, I don't been know. I've been working out for years because I hate myself. <laughs> so I mean, but that's all anecdotal. It's like I never feel like, uh, uh, yeah. But anyway, so th- this is the thing though, is that this is the conversation that I think is more interesting about this is the one that we're having right is about man this is not how you motivate people or this you could be talking about positive reinforcement or ways to encourage this or like hey these are also other things that you could be doing yada 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 this conversation that we're having which i think is valid um and more um constructive in the wake of this operates on a a foundational acceptance that these things are correct that it's uh that working out is a good thing for people to be doing that strength body strength mental strength all of the things the good things that come from proactively getting some sort of uh, activity, however you can, is good and should be encouraged. And we talk about the way that it, it can be encouraged or discouraged through something like that and obviously, is a good conversation. And obviously, the person saying it is doing it even... <laughs> No, I'm but sure, this obviously they're doing it in good faith too, which is another thing that that's why yeah, it can just be a bad messenger. So frustrating. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That it's like, especially it's like not a comment or reply. It was like a post that you thought about that you could have just taken a little bit more time to think about or have someone read for you to say maybe no whatever well, does this sound like I'm that, a dick. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're definitely not on Twitter. Yeah, a thread like this, someone's just blasting it out, and it's like yeah, ninety percent of those things. It's like man. If you'd just taken a few moments or had someone read through it, it's like, well, if that was the case, it wouldn't be on Twitter in the first place. <laughs> it would be a, a blog post or <laughs> you, you, yeah. you have something interesting, it'll be in the Washington Post. No, but anyway, it's like uh, that's the the great discussion, I think, 
Um, but that's not the discussion that came from this. The entire thing turned into discourse on, oh, someone read that, they did not have your reaction, and thousands of people on the online left said, I cannot believe you would throw disabled people under the bus like this. <laughs> like, that's literally someone that I f- followed for a long time. That was her literal words. It's really gross how you throw disabled people under the bus like this. It's like, that is your reaction really to this? Like, and I understand. You think disabled people can't have exercise? <laughs> well, you know, there are. That's the thing. That's why. So it's kind of a retroactive thing, but going through the discourse that actually happened from this tweet on the left hating disabled people, um, it really explains the the uh, vicious exasperation that exists in the original thread. Because like I'm saying, I was like, there is this group of people that they're kind of, you can tell they're, they're kind of talking about, you know, uh, people that I don't, mm. where it's just like, I'm at this point where I don't know, no one's going to do this for you. Get off your ass. Do something. Go on walks. You'll be more engaged in your community in the first place. If you're going to be a leftist, you have to fucking talk to other people. You know, but... Um, I mean, if you're going to be a person, yes, you have exactly. to talk to other people, honestly. That's what so leftism just- is, is being mm-hmm. a human, you know? Everything yeah. to the right is inhuman. That's why we're on the correct side of history, you know. I mean, just for anyway. like revolution too. It's like, what about climate change, guys? Like electrical grids could be knocked out, and you'd have to like walk somewhere to go get water or well, something. That's what I'm know, saying. Like, yeah, not even revolution, but things. Yeah, crazy sure. shit happens. Mm-hmm. We're just, I mean, we're living in the in the West or whatever. Um, yeah, and we're just luckily to not have like a, a violent coup and overthrowing happening right now. You know, because we don't live in the global south or something like that. You need to be ready. Depends to on help who you those are people. in America, I guess. Yeah, but but anyway, yeah, that's like, and that's the thing that got to me. It's like when you take every response to this, no one is talking about the tone uh, or like the actual fact of whether it would motivate people to get to the gym or not they're talking about the fact that they uh are being ableist and it's like i mean i i just wish (laughs) that i knew more like i I feel bad because it's like gosh I, i i wish that i had more interactions with disabled communities like it's like our entire system is so geared against disabled people. If you're thinking of intersectionality, like like that's a you know, being disabled really sets you back no matter what your disability is. Like there's I mean there's theory on this. It's all uh important and interesting. But to think that this is your takeaway that telling people to exercise is being ableist is so frustrating. Like, it, I, I just thought it played out so well actually reading it to you and getting your first reaction because I knew it would be something different, something more interesting. And you could say, well, yeah, 
because you didn't even consider disabled people. But it's like, I don't see what that has to I do with this. Like, I think disabled that everyone people can be active in whatever way that means active to them. Like, it, you can be active <laughs> in whatever whatever that means. I don't know what that means to you. They literally means, say in the thread, yeah. you can do 20 minutes a yeah. day. If you have certain restrictions or disabilities, I, work within those, but still move every day. And if you're going, if you're on Twitter, in left Twitter right now because of this, suddenly it feels like, wow. I guess I feel horrible. I didn't know that 75% of my mutuals and friends on Twitter are bedridden 24 hours a day. <laughs> like, seriously. And and I, I mean, I had still had some interesting conversations, but at the same time, and I don't want to, like, be, like, online victim shaming and victim blaming, but then the disability advocates that I talk to, like, don't do a good job of like, I don't know, of teaching me anything Advocating? new. Yeah, like where it's <laughs> like, I, I just, I'm like having a conversation. I get blocked because they're like, no, nah, well, you're just ableist. You have to listen to us. How about maybe if disabled people are telling you that it's ableist, accept that it's ableist. I saw that multiple times. It's like, well. So it's like, so. I mean, how am I supposed to spread what, this when message? I'm so how am I supposed to be an ally if gonna, I have no fucking idea what you're even talking yes. about? <laughs> it's like it doesn't make sense to me, and I, I just I feel terrible now. Like, and I don't feel like I've learned anything new, and I don't know how to help because all of us, able-bodied people and disabled people, to the best of their abilities, improving themselves is good for you too. Because if uh, if your complete paranoia is unfounded and your comrades do want a better life for you, a better society that caters to your needs more than it does now, which is what socialism or, you know, community building and anarchism is about, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, I just feel was, like they also came at it really like, obviously, I had some feelings where it's like, man, it's like really like judgmental. You seem just like judgmental, even if your intention is good. But they're just like straight up when it comes to like name calling like that, bad faith, like saying you're though. an ableist is like, yeah. So you're do you think that they really did that to intentionally like exactly even though there was that message in there that said work within your limitations? Yes. Uh, like, did they think that they did that to just be? ableist and then yet another person undermining their own fucking point by being like well you're being a fucking ableist so uh and this is this is the way that i'm gonna go about uh spreading you like why i feel you know hurt or whatever by this and it's like by just saying that i feel hurt yeah and that's and it's ableist because it is and it's like instead of like maybe this could have been a growing experience or a learning experience for people you just come at it saying you may, I can't even believe you. I can't even believe you. It's like, instead of saying, man, that seemed like so inflammatory or like pointed or I feel defensive or whatever it is, you know, like it made me feel shitty. It's like, no, like pretty much you're, it's like saying you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a xenophobe, you're a homophobe, yeah. whatever. Just straight up put ascribing like, a pretty intense label, like saying like, 
even like when it's ableist? true, it's like you need well, to be able to back that up oh, because that sure. helps everyone learn. Even if it doesn't change <laughs> the mind of the xenophobe that you're talking to or something, it's like once sure. we're turned inward and it's left on left and you're saying something like that, we want to know. Like, I mean, sure, there's total dirt bags, just like anything else, and they're just going to troll you um, because some weirdos just or sick of you disabled people or something like that. It's like, like who would- what's what's the point of that? I mean, either, I mean, if you're engaging with that, it's just because you're just a Twitter brain like me and you're just not, it doesn't move the needle anywhere, whatever. But yeah, one interesting thing that I got out of um, a couple of my discussions with disabled people uh, was where it's just like, I mean, and I would respond, highlighted that part. Like it's, you know, you work within it. I mean, some people are like, yeah, but they're still saying that when, uh, oh, they quit smoking and they worked out, even though they were work- walking with the cane, that's just pretty much telling disabled people they should buck up and do it too. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Number one, it's like... Uh, None of that part is what got me. I think that that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Number one, a thing that uh, I took away from it, it's like, it's like, why, I mean... Why do we go from hearing someone do that where they're like, hey, I was walking with the cane and had problems with my knee. I put in a lot of work and now I can run marathons. Where do we go from that is something that people can say that's inspirational. You know what? Maybe Mm -hmm. I can be like them, you know, to just being like, oh, now you think everyone should do that. You, you can't, not everyone can do that. I can't believe you'd say that. It's just like what people on the right do. It's like, what? what do you- I feel like sometimes, obviously, when the messenger comes yes. across, like, harsh, I sometimes, obviously, why there's a stereotype about the left being snowflakes is because mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. Because we are sensitive. Because we're sensitive folk, you know, that, like, have thought about things and whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think that... <laughs> That part of it doesn't seem at all, that seems like, yeah, trying to like personally relate an anecdote to say that it's possible, but. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's to not, say that that's not disrespecting <laughs> you as a disabled person, which some people I are saying, it's didn't... like, that's not what it is. I'm sorry that you interpret it that way. I had someone else too. That's the person that blocked me. They're like, I'm not interpreting anything. This is what it is. And I'm like, no, you're. It's the definition of interpretation because you're reading into what they said and it was not the the original poster's intention. You're interpreting it. That's just the way it goes. And yeah, with another thing that, that they said, they're like, <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, but their intentions were this and that. I was like, see, now you're only going from the perspective that the original person's intentions were only bad. That's the definition of approaching this in bad faith. And they blocked me. I'm like, I'm sorry. That's just, you want to talk about, I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Well, that's what it is. I mean, sorry, not sorry. Facts don't care about your feelings. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just like, (laughs) but you have to understand that, that, uh, that your perspective is shaping this, you know? Oh man. I I don't know if we're going to have to. Oh, you're back. Okay. Uh, you're <laughs> you stuck for a yeah. little bit. It was a really funny you pause. Too. But um but okay, so the interesting thing though, people talking about 
how some people literally can't work out. It's going to be really interesting, uh, all of the stuff about long COVID, because I've seen a lot of this stuff that I don't hear about just in mainstream news and stuff. And it's not like uh, it's not like that means anything. But when the only place I hear about this is on Twitter, Twitter from people that are feeling personally attacked by someone saying exercise. Uh, I don't know what but to think. I feel but like they, they, do they think that someone's here says CrossFit? Four, it's like, can people take a walk? So it says four of the main conditions in long COVID, which 25 to 50% of the population now has, depending on where folks live. There's no way that's true. There's absolutely no way that's true. I'm sorry. No way. Uh, citation needed. Can cause exercise intolerance, exercise-induced anaphylaxis, and developmental genetic energy processing disabilities where folks are not to exercise as it's dangerous. I just, I'm sorry. I just mean? don't believe that. What is, what is their definition of exercise? Like, is a walk exercise? Is like walking around the block yeah, and exercise because Cause that's legit. Like that's legit. Yeah, that's fine. That goes into what the original person's <laughs> saying. You can find twenty yeah. minutes for activity, work within your stuff. But it's like, I mean, people are some people on Twitter are really standing by that. No, not everyone can exercise. No, even just a little bit can cause them to worsen their condition. And long COVID causes this. I'm like, I'm sorry. I feel like. I feel like we're horseshoe theorying this, and I'm on the left mirrored version of the crazy anti-vaxxers on the other end, because this is gut feeling. This doesn't quite seem right. And I don't know. I could be proven wrong, and we're in for a disaster if you're correct. Like, there's no point in yeah, any uh, of us exercising because I wondered, we're all going to well, fucking die. Well, I wonder die. if they... <laughs> but, but like yeah exercise means it's like if any movement at all means exercise then it's going to be really hard for like you were saying like people to like stock stores you were just talking about your job at walmart oh, and yeah. if like 50 percent of the population has long covid oh, then boy. it's going to be like impossible for like yeah some infrastructure of like the most fundamental things for our infrastructure like uh garbage being collected uh foods food being stocked like uh Oh my god, I just had this horrible I'm thinking about like EMT drivers like trying to run for a patient and they're like, yeah. Oh I can't and they just like <laughs> Yeah, firefighters just you know I'm an ableist, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Firefighters, like, yeah. Cops, they stay the same. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, cops just, yeah. die of COVID. Donut induced yeah. anaphylaxis, but yeah. yeah, there's there's an ableist joke because then like yeah, firefighters and they're yelling at him, run into the building, they're like, not everyone can run just all the time whenever they want, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but it's your job sorry you have to I'm sorry yeah. um but yeah it was uh it was it's been an interesting time so um hey maybe this is the person that i was talking about let's see yeah, I don't know this. This conditions exist in dozens of post-viral and post-infectious syndromes and connective tissue disorders. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, with this alone, you expect one to two billion impacted people to fit your impossible expectations, not counting other disabilities and age-barring exercise. 
If you're a leftist, you should have already built your praxis around common disabilities, severely limiting or impeding exercises. You'd want to prioritize learning about different disabilities, especially before making grand, sweeping, false assumptions like you've done here. Uh, (laughs) I mean... And then yet another person saying, if you were a leftist, be like, you guys, you leftists. Yeah. Saying, if you were a real leftist, <laughs> really? if you were a leftist, if you were a real leftist, like, fuck you guys, man. Yeah, pretty soon Scott, like, Scotsman <laughs> won't exist anyway, so it'll be the no true leftist fallacy is practically what it is. But, uh, but yeah, I just got to say, I mean, this person that I followed and someone, and it, there's even more to it because she works out a lot. She's really fit. She's she's got some muscle, um, and uh, posts about it, and she's generally really cool. Leftist follow, but just yeah, the, the the quote was truly wild. How y'all throw disabled people under the bus as lazy and regurgitate the same bootstraps talking points as the right. Like I'm sorry, just any mention of self improvement though. Immediately it's like what is this some sort of liberal. Like uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No, it's it's good for you. You will you'll be I so say, happy that you did. No, you what she needs to say is you can. That needs to be the overriding yeah. and underpinning message is that you really can. I really do believe in you. Yes. not that you're not even doing. You're not good enough right now. You're not enough of a leftist. You're just all talk. That doesn't feel good. Saying I know you're capable. I know you believe these things. I know you want to help, and this is a way you can do it. And I know it's hard, but I know you can do it. Yeah, I have done it, and I know it's hard. And you know, it's really simple. See? You just have to do it. But you know what? I can't. You can. You can do it. That's what people really want to hear. Yeah, and but... she's just not a very good motivational speaker. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> see, the thing is, if you had the follows and you said exactly that about it, you In would text, get called sure, ableist. It would be. It's a, it's a problem. Yeah. Like you're saying, we're a bunch of snowflakes. And online isn't really representative uh, of all leftism, of course. But that's kind of the point here, because offline, no one would say that because people are helping each other because people say it's a no brainer to to help improve yourself so you can help others. Like it's a no brainer, like and and it helps yourself. Put your oxygen mask on first. Like I say, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's uh, even even outside of that. It's just like, no, even if you're going with the intention of I can more more easily help others, it still works. It's still (laughs) self-improvement. But that's literally (laughs) what the oxygen mask thing is. It says put your own oxygen mask on before you assist others, because that's like the whole intention. Don't jump into them first in order to help them yeah. you have to have your mask on if, because otherwise you'll just suffocate to death and they will also because you didn't yeah. put your mask on first and if disgusting <laughs> corporate landlords start uh forcing everyone out of their homes if no one can lift a fucking box to help the <laughs> to help the actually disabled people you know that uh that need help you know to get out of their home, to help help old people, help children, help people that are affected by l- late-stage capitalism and the slow descent into fascism that is America right now. If you can't lift a fucking box, hopefully someone can, you know? 
Anyway, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> her on Twitter. No. <laughs> what? She can just come she can have a box lifting service, that girl that posted that on Twitter. That one. Right, yeah. Well <laughs> I'm just maybe she does. <laughs> no, I think that's called lesbianism. No. <laughs> yeah. Bo- that's box licking. Oh service. yeah, yeah. I yeah. heard that just... wrong. Okay. Anyway, I love you. I'm trying to keep this under an hour. It's like 59 minutes. Yep. 30 <laughs> seconds. Yep. <laughs> okay. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Zach Aaron Brown. and Aaron Brown and Wendy Zach and, and Ryan and, and, uh, and whoever else. I don't know. I hope you get ass cancer people. and die, you son of a bitch. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.